Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. The bigger picture, only on Money FM 89.3. Hi, I'm Willie King and this is The Bigger Picture. Asia-Pacific markets were mostly set to squeeze out gains on Monday after most major stock exchanges ended lower in the previous session. Investors are closely watching for changes to China's benchmark lending rates. So far, Hong Kong stocks last week led declines in the Asia-Pacific stocks on Friday as shares of Alibaba plunged after the Chinese e-commerce giant said it would not proceed with the full spin-off of its cloud group. In US markets, stocks has rallied last week, propelled by a softer-than-expected inflation data and a pause in global tension escalation. All 11 sectors in the S&P 500 rallied besides energy sector, which was weighed down by sliding crude prices. Now, what does all this data mean and what are we looking ahead to the week? We are going to unpack all of these. As joining us on the line is Yep Jin Rong, the market strategist of IG. Good morning, Jin Rong. How's your Monday? Hi, good morning, really. Thanks for having me. All right. So let's quickly kick into some macro here, I mean, the FOMC meeting in December is one focus and I just want to bring that to the point. I mean, if you have seen, FOMC will release its early November meeting minutes this coming Wednesday and so far, the FOMC has held the federal funds rate steady at about 5.25% and 5.5% since July here. Now, Jin Rong, I just want to get your views here, you know, what's your view on the upcoming FOMC meeting coming this December? Yes, I mean, if you look at the recent uh, takeaway from several statics, I think uh, policymakers continue to keep the door open for additional uh, rate hike and want to see, you know, more evidence of a cooling evidence. Uh, but when you have a very data-dependent Fed and inflation continues to be on a moderating trend, I think the markets just do not see the reason to price for additional tightening at the moment. And credibility for the central bank may also sort of be put into question with any start-stop kind of a policy approach. So expectations are very much well anchored for further rate hold by the U.S. Fed in December and into 2024. And I think uh, more attention are now on the 75 basis point worth of rate cut that is being priced through 2024 with the first rate cut expected to be in May uh, next year. And the basis of that is that when we look at the U.S. Economic Surprise Index, I think economic conditions have been providing less of an upside surprise lately. Uh, the index at its lowest is in June this year, so economic conditions are clearly softening in line with what the Fed hopes to see. And I believe it will continue to soften into 2024 as the tighter policies continue to play out. So I think the broader question now will revolve around you know how far growth will soften and whether the soft landing scenario that markets are pricing for now will actually pay out. I think uh, 75 basis point worth of rate cuts next year do warrant some sharp turn in economic conditions and we could be seeing more recessionary forces uh, setting foot into the second half of uh, next year. Yeah, I mean, I just want to play a bit of a contrarian here, Jin Rong. I mean, if you see, like what you have mentioned next year, people are markets, even banks, they are talking about a rate cut here in 2024. So, you know, what must happen, you know, for the economy or for the Fed to actually go the other direction to in- continue to increase interest rates? Yes, so I think uh, what markets are really pricing now is this uh, very optimistic kind of a soft landing scenario. I think uh, economic conditions thus far is still sort of very lukewarm. I think uh, unemployment rate is increasing, but it's still hovering around, you know, the 4% uh, kind of a healthy range. But the question now will be, you know, how far economic conditions will continue to worsen because we do see some signs of uh, conditions are softening further in terms of the PMI, in terms of the labour market. It has continued to soften, but whether, you know, it can actually 
find a proper floor in 2024. That will be the key question. And I believe that, you know, eventually we could be, you know, inflation may continue to moderate further uh, towards the 2% target. But the question is that whether it will go past uh, 2%, which means that, you know, demand has clearly came in uh, much worse. And that will warrant, you know, more action uh, from the Federal Reserve to actually step in to sort of uh, uplift economic conditions. But we know that, uh, you know, policy tends to come with a lag, right? So, and when you mm. have this uh, data-dependent Fed, you know, when they sort of uh, reacted to that, you know, the economic conditions may actually uh, take some time to recover. And, you know, that could, you know, suggest that growth risk could remain the overriding team into, I believe, the uh, second half of next year. Yeah, I mean, speaking of demand, I just want to move our topic to corporate earnings. We still have some of the third quarter corporate earnings which are coming out this week. And NVIDIA is one of the big highlights. I mean, it is one of the magnificent seven in the tech stocks in the broader S&P 500 market. And they will report third quarter earnings come 21st November. So, so far, Morgan Stanley has noted that the gap between the supply and demand for NVIDIA's chips have been so wide that the company has even shaved off peak demand and it has not much impact on that. So, I just want to ask you, what, what is standing out for you for NVIDIA and what are you watching out for in the company? Yes, so I think currently expectations are very much in place for another set of uh, strong numbers from NVIDIA this week. I think uh, if you look at expectations, it's quite stellar. I mean, revenue is expected yeah. to deliver a 170% increase from a year ago to $16.1 billion, uh, while its earnings per share is estimated to grow by more than four times from the previous year to uh, $3.39 uh, per share. So I think the stellar demand for NVIDIA chips is expected to you know stay hot with another quarter of robust uh, growth momentum likely to be the story once more. And uh, NVIDIA being the market leader in the AI chip space, the company has managed to enjoy some significant uh, pricing power. And uh, demand is not only coming from major US tech giants, but also uh, Chinese big tech companies like, you know, Baidu, ByteDance, uh, Tencent and Alibaba, which are all competing in the uh, AI race. And uh, with recent concerns of more chip export restrictions to come, I believe that has done nothing more other than forcing these companies to aggressively stock up on uh, NVIDIA's uh, chip. So probably the only question is that, you know, with these lofty market expectations in place for its upcoming results, you know, can NVIDIA continue to outperform? I think they have done so for the past three quarters and uh, share price is hovering near its all-time high once more, so I believe upcoming results will definitely be key to dictate whether you know it can deliver a new all-time high and whether the tech rally has room to run further. Yeah, I mean, if you look at NVIDIA, I mean, shares have been trading up about 240% year to date. And it seems like this is one of the big drivers of the tech companies here. Moving on to currency outlook, um, what stood out for you? I mean, you're talking about the dollar strength, which has posted one of the largest weekly declines here versus some of the other Asian currencies. I mean, what stood out for you for this week here for currencies? Yes, I think uh, no doubt much attention has been revolving around the US dollar lately. I mean, uh, with expectations for picking US interest rate, really forcing the US dollar to its lowest level since uh, September this year. So now it's just barely 0.2% away from its 200-day moving average. Uh, That is generally a key trend indicator that investors have their eyes on. And I believe that trend line may be put to the test uh, this week. And with its general inverse relationship with the equity markets and the risk environment, uh, what we are looking out for is any breakdown of that 200-day moving average. I believe uh, if we were to see that happen, that will be very much uh, churred by a market boost. And in terms of USD crosses, I'm actually keeping my eyes on the Aussie dollar. I think the pair has been one of the more undervalued FX pair this year, uh, largely kept by China's uh, subdued recovery story. 
Uh, but the pair is actually seeing some signs of uh, life lately uh, with the RBA and Fed minutes uh, this week. So currently the pair is retesting the uh, 651 resistance handle. And if you are able to see any outward break, that may help to support a move, I believe, to retest the 674 uh, level next. And of course, uh, the last one, the interesting one may be the uh, dollar yen, uh, which recently we know is touched its decades high at the 152 mm. level. Uh, but actually failed to break above it on two occasions now. So we are watching for any uh, breakdown of the 149 level ahead. So that may risk a wider retracement to the 147.4 level. We have been speaking with Yap Jin Rong, market strategist of IG. Thank you so much for coming on the show and for your insights, Jin Rong. Thank you, really. Stay with Money FM 89.3. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A W E D I O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.